0: This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Butterfly Connection.
0: Connecting your soul to source with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney.
1: We are all connected, and we are not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, gain movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic
0: self. Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential.
1: It's It's time time to fly!
0: This is BK12, Finding Hope in the Darkness, Honoring Our Feelings. Hello hello it's Molly and Sarah. Hi everyone. We are back again for the for another fantastic week with you and you know we have spent uh, quite a bit of time really tuning in to our angels and guides this week and really asking them what it is that they feel is going to be the best conversation for us to have today. And the biggest message, that we are getting is to have a raw discussion about feelings. Feelings can be any kind of feelings. It can be sad feelings, happy feelings, angry feelings, joyous feelings, any kind of feelings. We are given all of these feelings. We are meant to be feeling these feelings. I feel that sometimes, though, we struggle with any kind of feeling that has been deemed negative So some of those examples of negative feelings that people would call negative feelings would be anger, sadness, crying, anything that doesn't feel happy and joyous. A lot of people have a tendency to shy away from wanting to feel anything that might not feel positive to them. So, we want to talk about that a lot more in depth today about how we can be vulnerable and we can feel these feelings and ways to work through the feelings so that we can reach a greater perspective of perception of life and ourselves and just be moving in a forward motion.
1: Yes. And I know for myself, emotions haven't always been and feelings haven't always been the easiest to express. And in the past few years, One of the biggest things that I have learned is you cannot go through the feelings and you cannot let go of them until you acknowledge their existence. You have to say, all right, I know they're there. I know that this doesn't feel very good right now, especially if they are a feeling of sadness or anger or bitterness or whatever it may be. But you have to be okay with the fact that you are having them. And I truly feel that we don't always do that. We push them down or we push them aside. And then in the process of doing so, we lose ourselves in the ocean wave and it overcomes us. And when we push our emotions and our feelings away, we do ourselves a very large disservice because then it overwhelms us to the point where we cannot function. So by feeling feelings is literally the first step in the direction to releasing them.
0: Absolutely. And you probably have seen this with people who struggle to really want to work through any kind of feelings of sadness or anger. As you stuff those feelings down and you continue to stuff those feelings down, eventually there is no place left to stuff them. and. A lot of times those people will end up exploding. It is like a volcanic eruption. And then you're looking. And especially if this is a person that never communicates feelings, if they go into this volcanic eruption, you know, whoever's there listening literally is in this space of where is this coming from? I had no idea you had these feelings. I had no idea that you you felt this way or that you were even struggling in this way. And it's, it's not healthy. It is not healthy for us to stuff emotions in. And I will be honest, you know, I think we're all guilty at some point in our lives of stuffing in emotions. And then when you finally are in a place where you are willing to actually start feeling them, it is very much like peeling an onion back because you work through the feelings, you think you got there and then something else might come up and might trigger those feelings again and then you got to work through that section and peel that layer back and it can be it can be tricky it definitely requires some patience and kindness towards yourself to really allow those those negative feelings to come
1: through right and also because especially if you're pushing those emotions away, not only will they have to peel back like an onion layer, they almost have to. Because especially if you have very intense emotions, if you try to feel them all at the same time, or you try to work through it all, it can be very overwhelming. And I've had a lot of experience with this because I have severe anxiety disorder. And up until a couple of years ago, I really didn't even know or want to acknowledge the fact that I even had anxiety and it completely overwhelmed me. And it wasn't until I started to acknowledge it that I was able to start peeling back those onion layers. So it's really important to remember that you have to peel them back a little bit at a time because you don't want to be overwhelmed by it.
0: Yeah, and there's also, you know, situations in our lives where sometimes we don't have the ability to feel in that moment, but then they start to creep up later, and a really raw, vulnerable discussion that I'm going to share with you right now has to do with my children. They came three months early, and like right now, it's hard for me to have the conversation, but I need to. So they came three months early. And they were delivered emergency C section. I didn't. I came out. They had to put me to sleep. All I wanted to know is if they were alive. That's all that mattered to me. Once I found out that they were alive, all that mattered to me was keeping them alive. I did not have time. I did not have time to grieve the fact that I missed my third trimester. I did not have time to grieve the fact that I didn't even get to see my children when they were born. I I didn't have time. I didn't even have time to think about the fact that they could die or they might die or we were all close to dying and I I didn't have time to think about all that. My sole concern was I need to get out of this hospital bed. No matter how much pain I'm in, I have to get out of this hospital bed. I have to see my babies and I have to let them know that I am here for them. And you know, there's so many times in our lives when we're struggling with things and it doesn't matter how little you are or how old you are. You need some. You need to know somebody's on your side. You need to know you've got that love and support. And that is all I wanted to be for my children. I spent 147 days in a NICU, 8 to 12 hours a day with them. Any minute I could spend with them, I could. If I could have stayed there permanently, I would have. But I held their hand. I stayed by their side. I let them know that I was there and I was always going to be there. And I'm extremely blessed to say today they are seven years old. All of the trials and tribulations that we went through, you would never know looking at them today. It's absolutely amazing. But here's what's so raw about this. They just had a seventh birthday. And now all of a sudden it's like Source put me back into 2011 and ripped the band-aid off and said, You gotta feel. It's time to feel these feelings. Because if you don't feel these feelings, you're always going to be living with them with this thought in the back of your mind of, of how they came into the world and how traumatic it was and the, tra- the traumatic feelings that you experience living, living that. And post-traumatic stress is a real thing. It's not just in one or two incidences. You can deal with post-traumatic stress in your childhood. You can deal with post-traumatic stress having your children early. You can deal with post-traumatic stress from an accident. You know, there's so many situations where that can happen. And I think a lot of people are so afraid to talk about their feelings and be honest with their feelings or even ask for help. And then you feel alone and you don't know how to come back from that. And the message today is you are strong. You have an inner strength in you and you have the capability to feel those feelings and work through them. And you have the capability of asking for help. And if you ask for help, the right people will come in your path. You know, no matter how bad the feelings are, if you allow yourself to feel them, you're not going to crumble. It may feel in that moment like someone is ripping your heart to shreds and you have, you can't catch your breath and you're not going to make it, but you will. I promise you, you will, because I have been there and I have felt that. And I'm here to tell the story and I'm here to to say, I, even though I still have more tears to shed and I need to honor that, I have released so much. Just even in the last couple months, that I was finally ready to peel back and release. And we have to be able to honor ourselves in that way because if you feel all of these horrible, traumatic feelings and you don't release them, then you can't really open your eyes to the beauty that is around you. You can't really see the love and the joy and all of the wonderful things. You know, I am blessed. I have two beautiful girls who are amazing. And if I don't allow myself to work through all these feelings, I'm never going to truly be able to enjoy them in the way that
1: I'm meant to. Thank you for sharing that very emotional story. And on, on top of honoring yourself, you also have to tell yourself and say to yourself, it is okay to have the feelings. It is OK. You are not going to fall off a cliff into the deep abyss of your emotions swirling and never be able to make it back out again. I promise you that there is another side to the tunnel. But just looking at yourself in the mirror after having one of those days where you feel as though the emotions are too strong to handle and say to yourself, it's okay, I'm gonna make it through. And if you cry, it's what's best for you to do at that time. If you go and find a pillow and you punch a pillow, it's what you need to do at that time. The point I'm trying to make here is that you have to allow yourself to be in the ugly moments. And then once you get to ugly, you just feel ugly and you feel upset or you feel whatever emotion it is that you're feeling at that time. Because if you don't, you're not honoring what you need. And it's part of self-care, my friends. It's part of taking care of our souls. If you have a plant and you never water it, what happens to the plant? It dries up and it dies. We need to feed our soul, and we can't feed our soul unless we water it. So at this time, I'd like to share with you a story about how I didn't feel. I haven't been a feeler. (laughs) I've always held my emotions back, and I think that's contributed a lot to my anxiety. But you know, when you go into a doctor's office with your mom, who has been ill for more than half of your life, and you love her so much. And the doctor and the nurse say, this is the last effort, this is the last thing we can offer you, and if it doesn't work, you're going to die. And as an only child and a daughter, I chose not to feel. I chose to shove that emotion aside because I wanted to be the strong person, because I felt as though in my life that I needed to be the strong person all the time. And I was not honoring myself. I was doing myself a great disservice, not only to myself by not feeling my feelings, but to others because our relationships that we have are built on how we show love and how we show our feelings outward to them. So my mom went in for the surgery and I continued to be a rock. I continued to, to not feel and I continued to just keep being strong and I couldn't do it, eventually I broke down. And it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do in my life when my mom was on death's door and I came to the ICU room and the nurses and the doctors kept saying, we're sorry, we, she can't see you yet. She can't see you yet. 45 minutes go by, an hour goes by, two hours go by, still nothing, no word, kept calling back to the ICU. Little did I know, they almost lost her. You know, she bled out. And uh, I didn't know anything except two very nervous doctors that came into the room. And I thought the worst. I thought they were going to tell me that we're sorry, but we lost her. We have to allow ourselves to feel. Because feeling is what makes us alive. And want to fight. And of all things to fight for, we are worth fighting for. And my mom did make it through. And thank God, because it's a blessing. That she's still on this planet after everything that she's gone through. So the blessings are in the feeling, too.
0: Yes. And I think a really key point in Sarah and I sharing and being vulnerable with you today about things that have been emotional for us and that we are working through emotionally, we have to remember that in many times in our lives, our souls blossom and grow the most when we are in situations that may feel traumatic or scary or emotional, a time where we have to cry, you know, sometimes it takes in those moments for us to really connect ourselves with Source. There's a lot of times when, when we're going through horrible things in life where we start to lose our connection to our guides and we start to lose our connection to our angels and to Source. And and whoever it is that you connect to the most we we have a tendency to start to lose faith and lose ourselves in the situation but we really need to also remember it's in those times when we we break down and we feel those raw emotions that that is when our angels and our guides and source are are there with us and they're there to support us and in many times many people will find that they feel the closest to them in those moments they find their faith again and i can imagine sarah that not only you but in your mom experiencing that situation it probably brought her faith into a completely different perspective than than how she may have viewed it before the experience
1: yes and she actually did say that to me that you know so many things could have gone wrong but so many things went right, and I'm sure the same is true of everything that you went through with your daughters. Absolutely. I think that going through
0: traumatic things in our lives, once we start to feel the feelings and and honor those feelings, no matter how difficult it is to feel them, it's after that that you actually start to see the rainbows in your world. It's when the colors, like we've talked about before, become more vibrant. It's when we start to awaken more. We start to appreciate things more. Like, for instance, my kids were on feeding tubes for years. I had to teach my kids how to eat. Well, that's such a natural response. Eating is such a natural response. How do you teach somebody what hunger feels like? I had to. And the amazing thing is now, I am so excited that they're excited about food. It excites me that they are excited about eating. It excites me that they like lots of different foods and that food is so meaningful to them. Because when you're coming out in out into the world at under two pounds and you don't understand eating and your mom spends years trying to teach you how to eat and now finally you got it. I'm excited. I'm excited when they they want to eat subs and things like sardines and, you know, sushi and just whatever. I'm just excited that they're eating. I, to me, that is a blessing. Eating is a blessing. I don't know if I would have found eating to be a blessing within my children if I had not had that experience. It's just something that simple. Or the first time they, they finally walked and crawled and I saw that, I feel like I saw that through a different light and in a different light. And having to honor the fact that the experience that I had of even having them was not the idea, the stereotype of having a child. I, I didn't, I never got that stereotype of holding the baby when they came. or this, you know, I had to wait weeks to hold my child. And I had to really come to an understanding that just because this is how most people do things, it's not always how it's going to be. It's, it might not look that way. And if it didn't look that way for me, it doesn't mean that there's anything abnormal or, or something's not right about that. Because there isn't. Just because society says that things should look a certain way, that doesn't mean that that's how things should look. And it's not just with how my pregnancy is. This is how it is with everything in life. We go through things in our lives and we spend a lot of time trying to compare what other people are doing or what other people look like. And we get ourselves so stressed out and so anxiety ridden and upset if it doesn't look the same way. But it's not always, it's not supposed to look the same way because how we're experiencing it is how we're meant to experience it. Whether it is meant for us to, work through feelings that we never honored before to gain more strength or whether it is for us to experience in a different way because maybe somebody's going to come into our lives that had the same experience and felt completely alone and needed to know that there was somebody else out there that understood and felt how they were feeling and to know that I can actually be an ear for someone else that has experienced what it's like to have a micropreemie, or what to experience what it's like to be in a NICU and to be able to share with them the, the glory of our story gives those people hope and it helps them to work through their emotions. And I feel blessed to be able to have had that experience for what I am able to do for others that are experiencing that.
1: Yes, thank you. That is so beautiful. And along the lines of hope, I think what the thing that I learned the most out of going through my experience, you know, with almost losing my mom, is no matter how bad things get, there's always hope. And though you might lose sight of that from time to time, because we're only human, that doesn't mean that hope doesn't still exist. It's still in the pot of gold at the end of that rainbow and maybe we're at the beginning of the rainbow but hope exists and we can have hope if we can have faith in ourselves
0: absolutely well we know that this podcast was not as cheery as some of our other ones have been
1: <laughs> no.
0: but we do hope that that if anything we have inspired you today to give yourself permission to feel any of those feelings that you may have stuffed down deep within yourself that you have been fearful of letting go of because you are worth the time and the effort and the love it requires to let go of those yucky feelings we don't really want to be carrying with us anyways. And I really do hope that you give yourself some time this week to truly honor you and your feelings because you are worth it. And I promise you, once you come out of that ugly feeling you're feeling, you're going to be able to start seeing the hope and the
1: faith and the joy that comes with it. So thank you so much for listening to us this week. And thank you so much for allowing us to show our raw, uh, vulnerable emotions with you.
0: And as as you know, we do have our Facebook group page. We're doing affirmations. I'm sure we're going to continue to be doing affirmations. It may not be always daily, but I know that that is something we will always be continuing to do as we sh- all strive to live our Best versions of ourselves. So please feel free to pop over to the Butterfly Connection Facebook group page. And you know, you are always more than welcome to reach out to Sarah and I. We do do life coaching, we do that together, we do that separately. We do card readings. If you are needing some distance reiki, we also offer that together. And, um, you know, having it together, you're just kind of getting like a double whammy. Of that, but if you feel that you need some support in that kind of way, please feel free to go to our website, the Butterfly Connection, k i n e c t i o n dot com, and you can set up an appointment with us, and we can give you a distant Reiki session or whatever we have service wise that you might feel drawn to that could help you to feel the feelings and to get on the path that you have been knowing that you should be on. Yes. So have a beautiful, blessed week. And I promise you, sneak peek for next week, we are going to be talking about good feelings. Yes, we will. (laughs) All right. Many love, light, and blessings to you. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray Randall
1: and Sarah Courtney. Check out our website at thebutterflyconnection.com and download our free weekly guided journaling exercises. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast and
0: give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest.
1: And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.